The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Sills, National Football Show, welcome aboard. Truth, justice, and the American way. This is the only show that gives you that. Truth, justice, and the American way. And the way you should look at things when it comes to the world of sports. There's a start, a middle, and a finish. Are you a person... That gives yourself medals when you look at the start of a season or a start of a race. Or are you the guy that waits to get on the podium after you win the race? Who are you? Big Sill sits back, puts my little spidey web out there, and I pull you all in. How you doing? Please hit the like button. The legendary eagle. Meryl Reese will be with us at the bottom of the hour. We will talk to the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles and get his perspective on the 4-0 start. Yeah, baby. Hassan Reddick. Let's start there on the hit list. Defensive player of the week. Congrats. It's a great honor. It truly is. But here's what I'll make a deal with all of you guys. You want me to make a deal with you guys on Hassan Reddick? Okay, here it is. Keep the receipt on this one. Hassan Reddick was not brought in to chase down Carson Wentz and the shitty commanders or the Jaguars. You chase down Kyler Murray and then the Cowboys in the next two weeks, Big Sills will put a stamp on it. Looks good. Carson Wentz and the Jags. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I won't be wrong on it because two other teams were not wrong. You're missing it. You think you have you think you have fixed the Rubik's Cube here when two other teams couldn't. Okay, it's happened. Players have gone to other places and succeeded where they failed in numerous places. And I wouldn't say Reddick failed, but he was on shitty teams. 23 sacks on bad football teams. You guys keep telling me about Kirk Cousins and his empty stats. Well, that's how I look at Reddick the last two years. Carolina and Arizona, when he was there in Arizona, and then when you... We're talking last year in Carolina. That was a train wreck. You chased that Tyler Murray this week. And then you are an impact because you're going to need to be. Because guess what? The Cowboys got another guy on that side. And his name is Michael Parsons. And I can't wait to see that little matchup. Who is the best edge rusher? Hmm. My money's on the guy in Dallas. Okay. 
I will sing. If the next two weeks, Hassan Raddick is an impact player with the Cardinals on the road, and that Sunday night game at Lincoln Financial, spotlights will be on game of the year. This is this is all shaping up to be the game of the year, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You got a deal. Big O stamp mark. Boom. Hassan Reddick is coming into shape. Chasing the commanders around and the Jaguars around. I don't know. Kyler Murray, $230 million, 46.1 million bucks. Woohoo! And of course, the Cowboys who have owned you. Big Sills will give you a nice stamp. Bang! Signed, sealed, delivered. We'll see. What's the benchmark? No, no, no. Dude, you can rush the pass or not have a sack or a forced fumble, and you are an impact. I don't do that. I don't do it that way. Dude, uh, he, he, he could be double teamed, and that's an impact. Number so much defensively, like, look, look at Fletcher and Hardgrave. They could have maybe no tackles, but if the team runs for only 50 yards, that's impact. You got to look at it in a team concept. So to sit there and go like this, well, I want to see Hassan Reddick over the next two years, next two weeks with three and a half. I, 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 that's not, you can't do it that way. You just can't do it that way because you don't know what his impact is going to be in the game. He may get a fumble recovery. He may have hits on the quarterback that kind of aren't registered as sacks. So you just don't know. How many times you watch Michael Parsons? He doesn't get a sack for a couple games, but he's double teamed. Or Aaron Donald, same thing. Pressures, pressures to me mean a lot. Okay? Pressures to me, mean a, they mean a lot. Understood, Sills. Just checking. Sills, you're rooting for the Cowboys now? Paul, I'm rooting for the Packers, baby. Three and one Packers, Paul. How you doing, Aaron Rodgers? Beats Brady and Belichick in consecutive weeks. Paul says he sucks and he's done. Oh, well, you'll get a good taste of him pretty soon. Rooting for the Cowboys? Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Look at somebody here. Paul goes, are you rooting for the Cowboys? Why would I do that? That's not good for my show. Paul, you're not very smart here. I root what's best for the Cilio show. I root what's best. That gets me more people watching. You have me confused here. You see, in this business, sometimes being right is wrong. Oh, yeah. Hassan Reddick, baby. Chasing Wentz and Lawrence around. Now you're going to have to chase Kyler Murray, either Dak, or Cooper Rush around the Cowboys. That's what I want to see. You were brought in to pressure Dak Prescott. No one else. That game is coming right around the corner, baby. That's like a that's like a midseason Super Bowl game already. Greatest team, maybe since 04. Is this, is this like last time I think the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken, correct me here. The last time the Eagles started 4-0, that was the T.O. year, right? I think that was the T.O. year where you guys were 4-0 that season. 
Not even in 17, you guys didn't start 4 0. Wow. That 014 was good, though. They were. Here we go. Hater Dan. Don't you like Philly fans? Are pretty knowledgeable. Not sure what you're talking about, guy. One more time, Richard, just in case you might have missed it. Earlier in the year, I picked them to win the NFC and play the Bills in the Super Bowl. You're dumb. You're dumb. As a matter of fact, I may have been one of the very first people in America to say that. That the Eagles would be a team to go and win the NFC. I may have been the first guy to do it. Yeah, right here, homie. Just because I think your quarterback is nice, okay? (laughs) Not great. I still think the team is really loaded. I think they're outstanding. You think the Cowboys are going to win, don't you? (laughs) Oh, King, you do think I think that? How do you know I think that? Got mind readers in here now. We are a totally upgraded team from last year. How can you tell? Over the Viking game? Probably, yeah. The rest of the teams that you played probably won't have a winning record except for Minnesota. You're, you're gauging that on what you started out? Because we're 4-0, we're the best team in the league. That's not how I look at it. The Chiefs, to me, are the best team in the league because they got the best coach and the best quarterback combo. That's who I look at. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, hey. Now, let me ask you something here. Why don't we get to a topic right away here? Boy, the the Eagles are playing such good football right now. You think they're peaking too soon? You think the the Eagles are peaking too soon? You think they're going to stay at this pace the entire year? Shit, I want my football team to be good and starting to get better in December and January. Not in September. What 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 did Steinbrenner used to call Dave Winfield? Mr. May. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Eagles are Mr. September. It's great. It's great. So are the Eagles going to continue this pace? Because you know the last two years, Cardinals fell off, Steelers fell off. Steelers got out to an 11-0 start. And totally hit the shit bed. Wow. You think they you you think they keep their pace though, right? We beat the Jags. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. They haven't peaked yet. Four no, they haven't. Wow, man. This team's really great. Craig says hope not. Me too, dude. I I, I hope they are getting better. And do I think they played their best game? No. Be fair. No, I do not. I do not think they played their best game. With Hurts, yes. I think they get better. Really. You killed Hurts all summer. You wanted to replace his ice. Sylvester, nothing's changed. He's 4-0. Great. We'll find out. I'm with Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp goes like this. There's no question he's gotten better, and I agree with Shannon. Me and him had a great text going back and forth. I'm trying to get him on the show. And um, he and I agree. He's gotten better. He looks better. He's worked his ass off. 
to sit there and say he beats Brady, Rodgers, or any of the elite quarterbacks in the postseason? Not there yet. Not there. He's not an elite passer like those guys. He's getting better, though. And he's continuing to work. Don't get upset with that. I'm still not sold. 4-0. Nice start. <laughs> Great start. Fantastic start. Kyler Murray was 7-0 last year. What do you think people were saying about, man, the Cardinals are the best team in the league. Remember people were saying that? Wow, the Cardinals, man. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. He mopes, he pouts, scrubs his social media. Come on, dog. Dan, I like you. Your knowledge doesn't get me wrong, but why not give the Eagles some credit? I did. They're 4-0. They're playing really good football. What more do you want me to say? They're really playing good football. What, 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 what are you missing when I say, hey, does that bug you when I say the Eagles are 4-0 and playing really good football? What's, what's wrong with that statement? How is that hating? How is that hating? Hey, Jay, watch this. Jay, I said the team would start 2-4. and four. I was wrong. Congratulations. Check for Jay. Check for Jay. But to sit there and tell me that Jalen's going to throw for 4,000 yards and all this other stuff is absolutely no one's right yet. It's four games in. That's it. You have no idea how this season's going to transpire. No idea. Neither do I. Neither do I. We haven't peaked yet. Haven't played four quarters of football. You don't have to play four quarters of football against Washington and Detroit. Actually, Detroit, you did. He's on pace for 4K. Great. <laughs> I'm sure he'll fall short of that big time. Oh, wait, I know some people drinking Kool-Aid right now. Uh, you know what I'm going to do here, though? I think you guys are going to be stunned when I say this to you. I'm going to do something here that I thought I would never do, Xander. How's Gannon doing? I, horrible. His players are playing great. Uncreative DC. That's how I look at him. I'm going to do something here and do something and say something here that, Xander, I can't believe what I'm going to say. It's about Jalen Hurts. I'm going to compare him to Tom Brady. And here's how. I will, I will give you this. I'm not much on that intangible crap. Because that's expected when you're a pro. But I'm going to say this to you. This guy is so laser focused and I don't think Brady is as much as he's been in the past because obviously his home situation's not cool. But Jalen Hurts takes the game of football seriously. It's a passion. He loves the game. And I'm going to tell you something, what's going to happen to Jalen here in a minute. 
It's going to take time. But I'm going to compare him to Tom Brady. His work ethic, love for teammates, working on every single thing it takes to get better and better and better. He saw a six-round draft choice in Tom Brady get better because of hard work and laser focus. And he said, I'm going to apply that to my life. And he has. Kudos. He's where he is, not because of offensive schemes, not because of Nick Sirianni, the Eagles. He's where he is because of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts works his ass off to be great. Man, if Carson Wentz had one-tenth of that, he'd be in the Pro Bowl every year. Jalen Hurts has taken a page out of Tom Brady's handbook on greatness and put it in his own book. And he's applied it. And you see it. You can't deny it. You, how far will that take him is my issue. That style doesn't usually, like Jim Kelly said yesterday, last long in the league. But for right now, he's clearly look at look look at the comparisons. Do all of his teammates love him? Yes. Brady? Yes. Brady works his ass off all the time. Jalen too. He says the right thing in the media all the time. Brady always. Never anything negative towards his team. I've never heard Tom Brady say a negative thing about any teammate, like ever. Even when guys were talking shit on him, he never, Jalen does the same thing. Jalen does the same thing. You know, I thought about that before I came out here because I want I, I have to give the kid credit for who he is as a man. Now, let me tell you what the problem becomes with that. You, you, don't, you don't enjoy your life when you strive like that. Brady's not enjoying his life right now because he sacrificed everything. His family, his kids, birthdays, all the things that it takes to be a parent. Brady sacrificed being a parent. Okay? Worst thing you can ever have when you meet your maker. What kind of legacy do you have when you leave behind? I hope Tom Brady's only legacy he leaves behind is not seven Super Bowls. Because your legacy you leave behind are your children and their impact that you, or your impact you had on them. My legacy is not anything I've ever done in sports or broadcasting. Come on, man. That's a job and I enjoy it and I love it. My legacy is my daughter. What kind of life is she going to live? What kind of person is she? How does she view life? Your legacy is your children. And some of the things that it takes to get to being, I told my wife this the other day. You know, man, when you play pro football, ask Barrett or anybody, they'll tell you, your first love is ball. You just love the game. You sacrifice your mind, your spirit, your soul, everything. You're egocentric. It's all about you. It's not about the people around you. You become arrogant. And all of that, you have to manage all of that. And that's, that's the collateral damage. Now, some would say, seriously, you're being, you think $500 million right now matters to Tom Brady when he's losing his family? That's the stuff in the end that you have to manage. 
Jalen's lucky. I don't know if he has a family now. I'm not. I just know this, that he's taken a page out of Brady's book and he's applied it to his life and it's translating and he's applied it and it's great to watch. Flex, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Amen. Wentz didn't put the time in because he was so talented. Hertz put, put it in because he wasn't. Flex. I make this comparison all the time to you, okay? Aaron Rodgers is more talented than Tom Brady. But Tom Brady outworked Aaron Rodgers. He outworked him. He completely outworked him. Set a standard on how people around him were supposed to work. You see that guy working. You understand it. Carson Wentz goes, Sills likes Jalen now. How did you take that into that? I said, I'm going to say one thing about him. I didn't say I'd want him as my starting quarterback on my team and build my team around him. I never said that. I said, you have to give him credit for where he is and what he's doing. Don't make it more than that, like your 4-0 start. Try not to, folks. Don't read any more into what I'm saying here. But it's really something that is the foundation of who Jalen Hurts is. Okay? Richard, how could I deny that, Richard, when you see what kind of work he puts in and how he's taking a page out of Brady? He totally has, man. I'm not going to not acknowledge something when I see it that's you have to even if you're a detractor on Hertz and you don't think he can win a Super Bowl you still have to say boy he's worked his ass off he's a good team leader he's a guy you want on your team he's a guy you want in your huddle he's a guy you want in your locker room how can you not say that I would be lying if I said something else. There's nothing that makes Jalen Hurts a bad teammate. There's everything that makes Carson Wentz a shitty teammate. Okay? Sub says Hurts has convinced me he deserves a new contract. Now, Sub, this is where we'll disagree. I don't think beating Kirk Cousins gets you $46.1 million. And some would go, Sills, wait a minute. The guy they're playing on Sunday got it. I think they got taken too. I'm not paying Kyler Murray 46.1. They they have no, some of these teams have no choice. Like the Cowboys when they signed Dak. Check it out. Two teams that will regret giving those $40 million deals to will be the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Those two teams will regret it. Jeremiah, thank you. Okay? Wow, so you want him? No, I do not. I told you that. I don't like the style. I'll take Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, any one of those guys over him. But I told you yesterday, he's not in the top 10, I think for sure. 
He's better than Dak. He's better than Murray. I I would take him over Dak Prescott and, and Kyler Murray. And remember, both those guys make over $40 million. So now you're talking about Sills. Well, wait a minute. You just said that you would take him over those two. And yet you're saying the Eagles won't give him the money. I want to see Philly do that. Jeremiah, thank you again, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Richie, I, I, I just don't think anything of Kyler Murray. I think he whines, he pouts, he cries. He's, he's nothing I want in a leader. Will the Broncos regret it? Interesting, Paul. I don't know. I think that coach is getting close to being on a hot seat, especially if they get beat this week. Man, that guy, Nathaniel Hackett, looks like he's in over his head. Joshua, we beat the Cardinals Sunday. It means we beat a playoff team. Correct. That'll be his biggest win in his career if he beats Kyler Murray. Right now, his biggest win is Kirk Cousins. Jay goes, Josh Allen has the same style Hurts has. Josh Allen's better. And I don't think Josh Allen, you think Josh Allen's going to play as long as Patrick Mahomes? I don't. I think he's destined to have the same stuff that Cam Newton had to him. When you run like that, your lifelines aren't that long, dude. You don't play a long time. Common sense. You have 200 carries and you get sacked 40 times. So you're hit 30, 300 times a year. You think in any time of those 300 hits over 10 years, which turns into 30,000 hits, you think you're playing another 10? Common sense. Try using it, some of you. You're not impressed by Hertz, even though he's he's not in Burrow's league, guy. Burrow wins games. He beats people, number one seeds, wins an AFC championship. That's accomplished. You don't become accomplished in the NFL by winning regular season, do nothing games. Hence, to your guys' take, Kirk Cousins. Cousins has six 4,000 passing yard seasons in his career. And you know, this is the first time in his career he's three and one. First time in his career, he's three and one. Hertz is better than Allen. Never in a billion years would anybody with any common sense say that. Nobody would say, if you went and put these guys in a draft, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert and Burrow, and then Hertz, Hertz would be the last player taken. But that's okay. He's the seventh best quarterback. They can win Super Bowls, my friends. Don't be upset that you don't have the best quarterback in the league. You have a quarterback with the best start this season. That's it. Like I said yesterday, nobody would go like this. The Giants are better than the Bucs. The Giants got a better record. So it'll pan out. It'll roll out. Best team, best start. Best start. Look, you can't even let me give Bra- you can't even let me give Hurts 
kudos for pulling a page out of Tom Brady. Before you guys start going back to that BS stuff, dude, enjoy it. You're 4-0. Don't make it more than it is. You've done nothing. You've won nothing except admiration for your start. You don't get anything for being 4-0. Nothing. I guarantee you Merrill Reese says that. I'll ask him the first question. Merrill, what's a 4-0 start mean to you? I guarantee you Merrill Reese says this. Nothing. So if, when Merrill comes on here in a couple minutes, I'm going to start to show an interview with him with that question. And then you tell me. Will, will you believe Merrill Reese? My first question, I promise you. Merrill, what's a 4-0 start mean to you? As a guy who's called games for this team for 50 years. Let's see if he disagrees. He may disagree. I may call him the best team in the league. He may. Hey, Jim Kelly is impressed with what Jalen Hurts said. And how he's handling himself. Okay? You about to be salty? No, man. I never get salty with the legend. 17 goes, Jason said, we haven't done anything yet. But yet you talk to certain people, you think you guys have won something. Bro, taper it down. By the way, can I make a point to you guys about Dallas? Man, you should pray that Jerry gets in the way the next two weeks. Rams, Eagles, what quarterback to play, what quarterback not to play. It is playing right into your hands. Be calm. Be cool. Stay under the radar. Hard to stay under the radar when you're 4-0. I get it. But, dude, just let the Cowboys talk about quarterback issues. If you pay a guy $42 bucks, okay, you pay a guy $42 bucks, and you're talking about quarterback issues in Dallas, this plays right in to the Eagles the next two weeks. Let the Cowboys fall all over themselves. Well, Cooper Rush or Dak, perfect. If I'm in the Eagles locker room, I'm watching this going, this is a great show to watch. And I just keep quiet. Let them self-implode, which they always do anyway. Eagles have dominated the NFC East since 2000. You know why? They keep their faces shut and let Dallas fall all over themselves. Let's get to our friend Merrill Reese. 4 no. Boy, I'll tell you something, Merrill. Everybody is excited, and I want to hear it from you. What does 4-0 mean to you with this Eagle team getting out to a start? What does 4-0 mean to Merrill Reese? It means you have 13 games left. <laughs> how, come, how come this fan base is looking at this more than what it is? Is it is it and, and again, I don't really. I don't really shoot that down because I like people being excited about things. And you oh, should have great passion, right, Merrill? It's great, but but you asked me what it means. You know, they're playing Arizona this week. Do you realize last year Arizona was 7-0 and and then lost six of its next ten? So that's why I'm saying I love what Nick Sirianni says. Nick Sirianni says this is a – this is a heavyweight championship fight, and there are 15 rounds. There's 17 rounds. All right? They've won the first four rounds. But there are 13 left. Let's not get carried away. 
All, all you have to do is slip up and take a, a bad loss and lose this guy and lose that guy, and it can turn around in a second. You have to say they're doing great things. They're much improved. They're a solid team. Jalen Hurts has elevated his game. Right now they lead the NFL in turnover differential, which is a big stat, plus eight. But then there are 13 more of these things left. <laughs> I, I, I get that as well as anybody here. Merrill, do you, do you have a little bit of concern that, you know, you want to be peaking in January and December, and I don't think they've played their best ball yet. I don't think they've played a four-quarter game yet, but do you get a little bit concerned that, you know, you want to be peaking later, not now? You want to be playing as well as you possibly can each week. I mean, if you could if you could put them in order, maybe you'd say you want to win December and January. But the fact of the matter is a win in September counts the same as a win in January or or December. And I just like the way they're taking care of business. I like the way that they were in a 14-point hole last week and not one person panicked. And they scored 29 unanswered points. That's what I like. I like to see that. I don't, I don't worry about December or January. Right now, um, if, if I'm the Eagles, I'm concerned about one thing. And that is Sunday in the Valley of the Sun. Do you, are, are you a little bit also concerned about some of the injuries that you're starting to see and piling up? And I'll tell you something, Merrill, having the depth that I said that they have, I don't know, Merrill, if they're the best roster in the NFL, but I've told you this before. I do think they're the deepest. And it, th this is where you need to win that war of attrition when you sustain some of these injuries. Right. I mean, Jordan Mailata, who is a tremendous left tackle, went on. Went, uh, went out, and, and Jack Driscoll came in and did a really good job. And then the left guard, Isaac Ciamalo, went out, and Sua Apeta came in and played well. So, yeah, they're, they're able to replace people, but that only goes so long. Hopefully, some of these people are back this week. Nick will only say that he's not ruling anybody out. But, I mean, it's, it's iffy. I don't know how badly hurt Jake Elliott is and he's among the best kickers in the National Football League and he was waffled last week and seemed to be limping around now uh, I hope he's back but I, I don't have any inside information they always talk about keeping these things to themselves giving out as much as they have to give out for competitive advantage Merrill is this the what, what would you take as a start covering this team for over 50 years? The 2004 start when they were 4-0 also? The 17 start or this 2022? Is this the best start to a season that you have seen since you've been covering the team? Well, I, I think it's tough to say that 4-0 is the best start from a record standpoint. I mean, they've been very, very good. That's that's all I can say to go back and compare them to 2004. I, I, I don't know. Uh, 2008, they they did some good things. 2000, the year they won the Super Bowl, that team, that team didn't really. What were they? Two and four, I think. Yeah. Or Jake Elliott kicked the field goal and beat the Giants, the 61 yarder. And, that's, and you guys went on a nine game run, right? You guys went yeah. on a nine game run or something after that. 
So as far as starts are concerned, this was, I mean, you can't be better than after four games than 4-0. So it's good, but uh, comparing them is very tough. Jalen's play, what's been the most impressive thing uh, that you've seen with him in these four games? We're now this is the first quarter poll of the season. You know, you and I look at trends, and you look at four games. That's usually how you look at trends when you're game planning for your football team or who they are, maybe an identity. What's yeah. been the thing that stood out the most with Jalen over these four games? His decision-making. The fact that he, he reads the field so well, he's authoritative, He's been accurate. But if I had to say one thing, you could see the difference between last year and this year in his decision-making, the way that he has learned the game, the, 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 the feeling that he has out there of being in complete control. He's got great poise. He's a great leadership. But the biggest difference between year two and year three, and it's really a second full year of starting, is the ability to make the right decision and make it quickly. Do you agree that this could be one of those trap games, especially when you've got a potential game of the year on a Sunday night the following week? Or do you think there's enough leadership, Merrill, in that locker room that they won't allow this to where they know this, like you said, the only game up right now is four quarters against the Cardinals? Right. No, I don't believe in trap games. I, I don't see this team falling into that trap. Uh, Nick won't. He's, he absolutely won't let them. I mean, he's he's on top of that, and he says, "Let's let's go one and zero. That's what Doug used to do. Let's go one and zero, and and that's all they're thinking about. They're not they're not concerned about Dallas right now. They're they're concerned about they're concerned about just Arizona. Beat Arizona. Couple last questions for you here, Merrill. Merrill, what'd you what'd you make of the reception that Doug got on Sunday? At Lincoln Financial, I mean, a lot of people roll into that building when they've played for the Birds, and I wouldn't think you'd get something like that. I thought it was moving. It was. It was, and it was well-deserved. I mean, here's the, the guy who brought home the one Lombardi trophy, and nobody here has ever forgotten that. And, and aside from all of that, Dan, he's one of the most likable people on the face of the earth. I mean, he's not arrogant. He's not miserable to the media. He's he's warm. He's friendly. He's authoritative. But uh, he's just a good person. And I think the fan base recognizes that. What I loved also too, Merrill, was that Sirianni embraced it because he knew what he meant to the city. And I also love the fact that when you saw Kelsey getting the jacket, you know, Lane going over, hugging him, the relationship with Hertz and all that, and his former players, you know, they went out there and they played their ass off. They wanted to play great in front of him too, I would have sure. imagined, to go sure. out there because this is what we do. You know, you have your fans, you play against your former coaches and such. But I thought that was really great and how Nick and his coaching staff and, – and, Merrill, you know this. Other coaching staffs could feel a little bit bent on that, and they could be standoffish on something like that. But it was great that the organization embraced it. Yeah, I think it was too. Uh, nobody's petty about that thing. They, they, everybody loved Doug. I mean, Doug, Doug's a great guy, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Doug becomes the coach of the year with what he's doing with Jacksonville. But uh, he, he, he's just a good person. Nick's a good person too. I mean, this team, this team is fortunate, and they have two very good coaches back to back, and both of them are real people. People. They. I mean, they. They're. They're great in the building. I mean, they stop and talk to everybody as they walk down the halls. 
once 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 before, uh, prior to Doug, there was a coach that you could say hello to, and you were, you were lucky if he even looked in your direction. But I'm not naming names. <laughs> Finally, here, um, you know, you got a football team that's going to be taking on a team like in Kyler Murray here, and then you got to look at the defense, and the defense has really played well for the last three weeks. We'll say. You know, getting out of the gate, people quite a question what they were doing against Detroit a little bit. But it's going to be the biggest test for them, right, to try to get this guy because chasing him around is like chasing a chicken around in Kyler Murray. This will yeah. be the biggest test, right, for them when I, it takes I on Murray think, Sunday? I, I would think so. Uh, although, and I, I don't mean to stir anything up by any stretch of the imagination, I think Kyler Murray is a great talent. And you've got to be sure that you keep him behind the line of scrimmage or he can burn you. But right now, he's not playing the best football that he's played, which worries you because you know that one week he's going to come out and be <laughs> Kyler Murray at his very best. He's dangerous. He's got arm talent. He's got athleticism. So it's going to be a tough game. And I, I think I think going into the game itself, early in the season, uh, there was a feeling that probably the best team they'd be facing uh, before they got to Dallas would be Minnesota on that Monday night and Kirk Cousins and the fact that, you know, they had, they had, it was again uh, dealing with the, the great wide receiver and uh, Justin Jefferson, but they came through that test with flying colors. But this is since then, I think at least on paper, this is the most dangerous test. Yeah, and you know that Viking team is three and one too, Merrill. So I mean, yeah. that was a that was a pretty good benchmark game for them having won that. Hey, and and they won it. In- yeah, no, no, they're they're playing. You know, they're winning ball games too. Um, when you see um, Zach Ertz on Sunday, well, what's your thoughts when and his importance on what he meant to this organization when he played? I mean, he loves Philadelphia. Still wears the armband when he plays. He just loves the city. What what your your impressions of him and your relationship with him a little bit. Well, I, I had a good relationship with Zach. He's a quality person. He's an all-pro performer. Uh, I can't say enough good things about Zach Ertz. But I, I don't think he was real happy about the way things ended here. Usually endings, when you move on, are not, you know, great, happy, celebratory moments. So I, I don't think he was happy about the way it ended. However, He's got a lot of pride, and he's still a great player as we speak right now. He's got 22 receptions, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, he runs great patterns, has great hands, and he would like nothing more than to beat this team. I leave you with this. I've never seen a divorce end well. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think, and I'll leave it at that because we're watching something play out in public now, and uh, nothing ends well especially when we're talking pro football. Merrill, thank you so much. You're so kind with your time. It's a respect I have for you. You won't know. I mean, it's such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much, my friend. My pleasure, Dan. Have a great day. You got it. The legendary voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, our good friend Merrill Reese there. Thank you so much for doing that. So I asked Merrill the question. I, I, I must have missed it. What's 4-0 mean? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How come when Merrill says, oh, well, I'm okay. I think I answered my own question. I think I answered my own question. Did I not? Right? <laughs> so wait, Merrill said it. 
What's wrong with you guys? Merrill Reese said it. Oh, we have a, we got we got a bunch of games left here. But yeah, you guys are. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. We got the 2022 Cardinals standings. I've got my power rankings, my top five NFL teams. I think we'll do the top five NFL teams. Xander goes, Merrill can say the sky is green. He's good in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. If I say it, oh, 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 okay. Hertz hasn't beaten a real team. I don't know, man. Minnesota's three and one. Minnesota's got a three and one record, dude. And they beat a three and one Packer team. Come on now. It's not fair. One thing we are here is fair. Okay? They 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 have. Oh yes, the signing of Odell Beckham. Holy cow, where's that guy's name? The agent. Where is that guy's name? Zeke Sandow. Great. Way to go, JM. We will do that. I'll hit on Odell Beckham, potentially coming to Philly. How about that? Hey, by the way, don't forget our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free, meaning this. If you're hurt or injured on the job, if you don't get paid, they don't get paid. Okay? This is who Morgan & Morgan is, man. Going to protect you and your family to the best of their ability. And for the people is not a slogan. It is completely who they are. Okay? With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, the biggest law firm looks at cases like this. Hey, I don't care if it's a fender bender or I don't care if it's the biggest case on the planet. They're going to represent you to the best of their ability. And they don't lose cases. Call them 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Call us free. The consultation's free. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, you tell them Big Sales sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. Not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. got to get to that here in a minute obj baby i don't want to miss out on that because um i got some intel here look at that guy's name his agent zeke sandhow okay i'm gonna get to that here in a second so our lying media once again is trying to snow job you into believing that Aaron Judge is the single-season home run king. What a bunch of snowflakes. They lie to you every single day. Every day. And they pick and choose who to hate. Some go like this. Bonds is not the legitimate home run king. Did Barry Bonds ever fail a drug test? Hey, don't blame the player. Blame the game. Major League Baseball, shit, the federal government spent $30 million going after bonds. You know what they got him on? Obstruction, not juice. And he was in his mansion for 30 days. House arrest for obstruction because they couldn't get him on anything else. Bonds never failed the drug test, but yet guess what? Everyone's a doctor. Do you make that hypothesis? Bond is, bonds is guilty because you think he's guilty. See, like Lonzo Harris says in training day, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove, dude. They couldn't prove shit. But yet our media and our baseball people tell you that Bonds is not the legitimate home run guy because they think they know better. <laughs> How pathetic. 
Whether you think he did it or not is not the case. You couldn't prove shit on him. You couldn't prove shit against Barry Bonds. Aaron Judge, who cares? American League home run record. Big deal. Big deal. It's like everybody thinks we care about what the Yankees are doing. What a bunch of shit that is. I think it's a joke. The cut-ins? Stop. Hey, I'm very happy it's over because you know why I'm happy it's over? You won't wreck my college football Saturdays. I don't give a shit about some record you're trying to blow up into a political thing rehashing the Bonds case. That's what they're doing. Anytime the media can bring Trump's name up, they do. Because it gets clicks. It gets views. That's why they bring Bonds and Trump up. It's a game. Aaron Judge. Okay. Pathetic. Pathetic to its core. <laughs> it's so right. Sylvan, it's, it's, it's drama. Well, Bonds is not the real because he's a juicer. How do you castrate a guy who's never failed a drug test? Oh, but I know he took him. Balco. You know? Well, where's the evidence? Well, we don't really have any. <laughs> okay. Enough. I move on. Let's go to Odell Beckham. <laughs> Jesus, criminy. You castrate Bonds. You keep it. Hey, by the way, one last thing. Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame is not legitimate. Without Bonds and Clemens in it. It's not legitimate. Oh, and this goes to my boy Xander. He'll love this. So let's hypothetically say that those guys did do juice, Clemens and Bonds. Like when they were in their late 30s, 36, 37. They're both guys played until they're 44. From the time they were 37 until they were 44, you know they made over $350 million? Keep your freaking Hall of Fame. Xander will appreciate this. I'll keep my $350 million. You keep your Hall of Fame. I got generational wealth now. <laughs> Whatever. Here's my Hall of Fame ring, and I'm broke. Well, here, here I am. And I, I've got a half a billion dollars in the bank. What would you rather have, a Hall of Fame ring or a half a billion dollars in the bank? <laughs> yeah, but you're not in the hall. Yeah, but I got a half a billion dollars. All right. <laughs> Sills loves all things San Francisco except Nancy Pelosi. That's pretty true, dude. I love North Beach where all the paisans are up there. I, I do, man. North Beach got a bunch of paisans, pasta pomodoro. They got a bunch of great restaurants, man. San Francisco's got a lot of Italians in it, man. Same like Philly. South Philly, man. Yeah. Dude, when I come to Philly, I'm going to South Philly, bro. All the paisans are hanging out. We're going to find a place down there, man. That's where I'm going. Italian pride, baby. All right. So get this. The agent for Odell Beckham Jr., you know, it was a almost slam dunk that um, Odell Beckham was going to go back to Los Angeles and play with the Rams. <laughs> You're Odell Beckham right now. They can't even get Allen Robinson in the game. You see what Sean McVay said today? He came out and goes, hey, man, my number one priority is trying to get this guy back involved. Dude, Odell Beckham is going to be healthy in early November. And right now, get this, Packers are reaching out. 
Bills are reaching out. The Rams are reaching out. You know who else started reaching out? The 49ers. Can you imagine having Odell Beckham and Debo Samuel in San Francisco for Garoppolo? Dude, Beckham could might maybe be, because listen, he's never going to be a one again. Shit, in, in Philadelphia, he wouldn't even be a two. Who's going to guard your three? Hey, Zach Pascal, man, it's all good, right? Could you imagine if you offered, and the Eagles, let's say they beat the Cowboys. Okay, they beat the Cowboys, and they're 6-0. and If you're Odell Beckham, you know you might have a trip to the Super Bowl if you land on that Eagle team. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Odell Beckham, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders on pace for 13 to 1,500 yards. You'd be the most frightening offense in the league. Can you imagine Beckham being a th- – who in the world could you cover? Dude, Hurts might go for 400 yards rushing the ball. You imagine putting Beckham on that team as your number th- – look, Beckham can't do this anymore. He can't go into places. Like, you see that stupid stuff? The New York Giants want him back. The New York Giants, the team that gave him that $97 million contract, and then four months later, we're trying to send him to New England. And then next year, they sent him to Cleveland. Dude, Nick, game, set, and Matt, you will beat the Bills. Okay? Pascal is at the three Quezes. Hey, no disrespect to Quez. He ain't Odell Beckham. Okay? No disrespect. If I can upgrade my number. Th- Look at what he did last year being the number three guy on that on that Rams team. Look how great he was playing going into the playoffs. Odell Beckham, I'm talking. Dude, look, he was playing great in the Super Bowl before he got hurt. Odell Beckham, the New England. Why would I go there when I'm him? They don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham is a cancer. That's a freaking lie. He is not. By all intent purposes, I heard he's a great teammate. I heard he's a great teammate. Why would he go to New England? You have no shot to make the playoffs there. This dude's going to roll like Von Miller. Hey, if I'm Odell Beckham, I got to look at Buffalo. Green Bay. San Fran in Philly. I wouldn't go to Dallas and play with Dak. You've got to think the Cowboys are going. We need somebody on the other side of CeeDee Lamb. And you know what the agent said? We're open for business. I think Howie Roseman should make an offer to him. You're not going to have to pay him top end buck. He's not going to make 25 million. He's not a $25 million a year. You could get a player that's a $25 million a year guy. Five million bucks. Five million bucks? Would you put an investment of $5 million on Odell Beckham to bring him into your team and have him in your starting lineup that reads out A.J. Brown, 
Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, and Odell Beckham Jr. You, 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 you would be undefensible. With that old line, take advantage of it. Take advantage of that old line. Odell will destroy chemistry. Yeah, like he did last year when they won the Super Bowl. To look at GT, I'd give him eight. <laughs> okay, there's only one football. Joseph, there's only one football, but as a defender, who are you covering? Oh, gee, do they go to AJ? Who's getting the ball? Devontae? Goddard? Jesus, Odell Beckham? Who, dude, your head's on a swivel. When you're one-dimensional, you go, oh, here's AJ. Oh, yeah, make sure you keep an eye on Devontae. Now you've got, well, there's Goddard, Devontae, AJ, and, dude, your head's on a swivel. As a coordinator, it's on a swivel. The more that coordin, hey, why do you think Nick Sirianni's not telling you who's not going to play this weekend? Why should he? Let them guys game plan them dudes. If I were him, I'd be as vague as I possibly could all the way up until game day. Telling everybody. That's what Jerry Jones thinks he's doing. Well, we have a quarterback controversy here in Dallas. Don't be stupid. You're going to put Dak back in there as soon as he's healthy. Quarterback controversy. Yeah, okay. Richie, can Odell Beckham play in the slot? I saw him in the Rams slot last year. I thought he looked awful good. So this guy said he's open for business. Dude, you can't have enough weapons. Especially when you have to maybe play Brady and Rodgers. I mean, you're going to need those guys when you go against Todd Bowles' defense again. Or you're going to be going against the Packers. Or the Niners. You know many people are thinking the 49ers are better than the Eagles? Not a lot of national people are. Dude, Odo Beckham and Debo Samuel on that team with Trent Williams, the three of their starters were out on defense against the Rams, and they blasted them. That's a team that's built exactly like the Eagles. Okay? Justin goes, how much would he cost, and whose roster spot do you think that he would take? Hey, I, 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 Odell Beckham, you figure that out. You figure that out. Whether you have to go lighter in the tight end position, you figure that out. You put a guy like that on your team. You're trying to get the yes, and you're trying to improve. Dude, this guy's going to be open for business, and they're open for business right now. His agent. It's no longer a foregone conclusion that they're going to the Rams. Whew. If I'm Philly, baby, are you going? Odell Beckham, I'd do it all night long. I wouldn't want AB because AB is a crumbling, imploding, self-destructive human being. And I don't want to watch it. It's like a guy pouring gasoline on himself 
and lighting himself on fire. That's what I see when I see AB. He's just pouring gas on himself and lighting himself on fire. Why? Why are you doing that? So people can see you do it? He's inventing a train wreck for himself so people will acknowledge him. It's sad. It's no longer pathetic. It's sad. What nothing to do with that. What a shame. He not only is lighting his life on fire, he torched his career. Mm. Standings. Frauds or real? The 2022 cards? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. And my top five teams, college and pro. Hit the like button. Now we're two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Jaffney Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner.
two, National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. Top five NFL teams, college teams, standings. 2022 Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to throw this at you here. How about this stat for the Eagles? Here's the most important stat I could possibly throw at you guys. Last 14 games, regular season, the Eagles are 11-3. and three. I thought you'd like that. Last 14 regular season games, the Eagles are 11-3. and three. How's that sound? That sounds incredible. I had to look it up. I went and I, I sat there and I went, uh, okay, really? Yes. Okay. 11 and three last regular season, 14 NFL football games. It's quite a testament there for Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff. Okay. Jam, most of those losses were to Plummer. I'll take Odell Beckham in a heartbeat. Who's to say we stay healthy? Hey, man, I'm just saying, dude, you add him to your offensive game and you put him in your attack each week. I don't know who you, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who you defend. Okay. Why does everyone hate on Hurts? No one's hating on Hurts. Okay? No one's hating on Hurts. Hating? What, because you don't put him in the Josh Allen and the Lamar Jackson conversations of that kind of talent? Let him get there. He's working his way there. Don't you guys believe in work? And in hard work? And in accomplishments? And in doing great things? Or do you guys like to go like this? Hey, let's give it to them now without doing any hard work. Oh, gee, I got it. Some people in our country like that. Yeah, just, you know, I don't have to do much and shit. And, you know, I get it. Half the country's that way. I don't want to work for anything. All right. <laughs> Classic, man. Hey, so, hey, get this. So here's, here's, let me go here. So Meryl Reese says, the 4-0 start is great, but don't get ahead of yourselves. And you guys crush me for it. Donovan McNabb says the team is two to three years away from being a Super Bowl team. How come when those guys say it, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing to it? Okay? <laughs> McNabb thinks you're two years. Um... I don't think so. I think I think you're here now. And I said that. I've been saying that all year. I, I think you're here kind of now, okay? And I say that because I don't really respect the NFC. Okay? I, I, I'm a, I, I disagree with McNabb. Two years from now, this team won't look the same with all the first with all the one-year deals how he has on them. Big Sills, who will be the first to get fired behind the whole Jimmy G situation? Whew, boy, I'll tell you what, man. That guy goes to the, what if Jimmy G goes to the Super Bowl and wins it? McNabb is a hater. He's an Eagle hater. Huh. 
McNabb is still crying about T.O. That's a fact. By the way, Williams, McNabb is petty. Remember I said that. The reason he was never a champion was because he's petty. Talent, great. Best quarterback in franchise history, absolutely. But he's petty. His relationships, if Donovan Mc... Hey, you want to hear this? If Donovan McNabb had the same internal structure and same mentality for the game that Jalen Hurts has, he'd be considered better than Eli and Roethlisberger and all those other guys. But because he was such a baby with shit, it got in his way. He's petty. He was never a leader. All the shit bugged him. People saying shit in the media. Him not being able to handle himself. T.O. Dude, you and look at what Brady did with A.B. and Randy Moss and all them guys. Cedric Benson and all the people who had Denson Defender. Aaron Hernandez was a murderer. Look at how Brady treated a murderer. He lockered right next to him. Brady had a murderer locker next to him because he knew that guy could help them win games. T.O. and what's his name have a 20-year spat that doesn't end. It's so petty. They're both ridiculous. But the quarterback's got to be ahead of the game with that stuff. He's got to be above that shit. And he never was. McNabb was your worst leader and yet your best quarterback in franchise history. What a sorry statement. What a sorry statement for a talented player. Honestly, McNabb? You'd look at McNabb and you go, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Really? Donovan McNabb should be a slam dunk Hall of Famer. But because he was so stupid with his mentality and how he handled his teammates, he's bitching over Deshaun Jackson getting named to the Pro Bowl at two different positions. Dude, shut up. You should be embracing that and wanting your teammates to be that, you know, and get all the riches you can get. Not him. He has a baby. What a worm. Okay. Sills said Jalen will never be a lead passer. He's not, and he won't. Um, yeah, I mean, Philly. There was a story that, uh, that Deshaun Jackson, when he was on a podcast, said that McNabb at the Pro Bowl was bitching to other players at the Pro Bowl that Jackson didn't deserve it. He's like, dude, what the, you know what? Why would you do it in front of your own peers too at the Pro Bowl? You're doing that shit. How to punch him right in his face? Don't talk about me like that. What a shitty teammate. That's what I'm saying. Jalen Hurts, if they could have did some sort of like Frankenstein brain, brain transplant and put it on McNabb, McNabb would have won three Super Bowls. Would have won three Super Bowls. Okay. 
McNabb made himself weaker from fear of what people thought of him completely. If you go around worrying about what people think, it'll destroy you. Okay? And right now, I agree with Xander. Donovan McNabb is bitter because, no, Xander, not the success on the field. Every time McNabb goes on WIP, he's bitter because you love him. He's bitter because the community embraces him. And you guys come here every day and fight for him. I admire that. You fight for this kid. You ain't fighting for McNabb. McNabb's a bitter old man. He go, I hear him talking about Jalen. This guy talks worse about Jalen than I do. At least I don't like it's a style thing. For him, it's um I'm the better, I'm the better. You're like, dude, you should be hoping that someone supersedes you and does things greater than you, and you hope for people's success. That's why when I'm wrong, I admit it. I don't think four games into a season anybody's right or wrong yet. Okay, you're wrong after 17 games and then the playoffs or right. That's when we'll all know if Big Sills is right or wrong. Not four games. Hassan Reddick is a success. Four games in? That's dumb. It's dumb. Jalen's a success. Four games in. That's dumb. It's dumb. McNabb, I I heard that interview on WIP, and I'm like, this guy's a bitter dude, man. He's hoping that guy fails. The Eagles are two years away. What are you looking at? What could you possibly think that they're two years away in a shitty NFC? Really? I'd like to see the Eagles play the 49ers. That'd be a hell of a football game. I think you're better than the Rams. I think that Buck game would be a little closer. I still think Brady wins. The Packer game's going to be interesting on the schedule late in the season. But we're talking about the elite teams. We're not talking about Jacksonville. Minnesota, hey, by the way, more I look at that Minnesota win, they are 3-1. and one. And they did beat that Packer team who's 3-1. and eh, Got to give kudos there. Devin, 2-4. You're right. I'm wrong. Greg, agreed with T.O. McNabb, got tired. T.O. didn't get tired. Who cares who got tired? What a dumb, overhyped, do-nothing story between two loser mentalities. McNabb and Owens. Who? That's why those guys are looked at as, you know, watch this. How'd you like this? Teal's one of the best talents in the history of the NFL. Shitty teammate, though. <laughs> Jalen Hurts looked at as one of the best players in Eagle history. Great teammate. Who would you rather be? <sighs> Put some respect on Reddick. I will at the end of the year. I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Nick. Yeah, he got off the bus. Congratulations. And by the way. You don't get kudos for chasing Washington and Jacksonville around. You get kudos for chasing Kyler Murray and Dallas around. He does that, we'll put a stamp on him. Till then, chasing Carson Wentz around and chasing the Jags around in the rain, not getting me anywhere.
We'll see. Next two weeks, Hassan Reddick hour. Well, Hurts passed for 4,000 yards this year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Reddick is dead, dude. <laughs> Congratulations. Hell of a game against the Jags. Way to go. Good week. About time, kid. You got off the bus. Nice job, man. Great kudos to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Xander's. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Xander's got 4,500 yards. How can you have 4,500 yards and only be on pace for 17 touchdowns? I don't get it. <laughs> this guy's going to have 4,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. Oh, oh, what a productive year. So this guy could throw in between the 20s, but not in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. That's a hell of a quarterback. Well, what happened to scoring? Well, he's not really a thrower in touchdowns. Do you, do you understand that Brady will have more touchdown passes in one season than Jalen will have in two years combined? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Oh, Hertz will shatter the Ingles single season passing record. Yeah, held by Carson Wentz. Congratulations to you. What a mountain to climb. <laughs> hey, that's a huge mountain to climb, man. Woof. That Carson Wentz mountain, 33 touchdowns, 4,400 yards, whatever it was. Come on, man. <laughs> what a mountain to climb. So let's imagine the Eagles get Odell Beckham. Jesse, I love that. I think he'll get 27 touchdowns. Well, he better start up in that. Hurts if Sills if Hurts throws for four grand and 600 rushing yards. Okay. He won't last five years if he continues that trend. That's Josh Allen. How that's starting to feel. You said he he wouldn't do it though. I I I I don't I don't know who you're talking about. Sills. Best O-line in football. We don't pass on goal line. Oh, well, he'll be the only quarterback I've ever seen in NFL history throw for 4,000 yards and under 20 touchdowns again. <laughs> under 20 touchdowns? Bro, if you got a quarterback in your team that doesn't throw for 20 or more touchdowns, he's not even better than Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush could throw for more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts at this pace. Oh man. Okay. What 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 didn't I answer? Let me get let me get into this, man. I got my top five. Let me do the top five NFL teams. Oh, this is gonna be fun. He'll rush for 20 touchdowns. Yeah, that's improving on your passing game. Okay. <laughs> He'll pass for 20. Okay. Passer or rusher? I think Jalen's more. I, I I tell you what, he's he's getting better passing. He is facts. Still a runner. More defensive coordinators are in fear of his running ability, not his throwing ability. That's still a fact. I'm a defensive coordinator in the NFL today. I I, I see he's gotten better passing. I do. But his my concern is third down and long when he breaks the edges down and he takes off running. They won that Detroit game, not because of his passing, 
but because he broke down on third down. And you saw even in the Jags game, they were fearful of what? Not him throwing the ball deep. Of him running. Facts. Facts. Seals, what's... Is that a mood ring? No. (laughs) It's a turquoise ring. No. It's not. It's turquoise. Added forever. (laughs) A mood ring. (laughs) What do you think? I have a pet rock somewhere too, dude? (laughs) A mood ring. Hey, (laughs) It might have good. What do you think? I have a magic eight ball somewhere too? Oh man. <laughs> Holy cow. It still wears a mood ring. I haven't heard. Hey dude, I haven't heard mood ring in like 30 years. <laughs> what? A, oh man. <laughs> Only undefeated team is still hating. Dude, just because you're undefeated doesn't make you the best team in the league. You should know better than that. How many times? Do you think the best team with the best record wins the Super Bowl every year? Brady, when he won it, they won 11 games. Eli Manning, I think both teams were what, 10 wins? I mean, really? <laughs> Relax with that. <laughs> we get the best record for the best team. <laughs> best start, you mean. Hey, Merrill Reese said it. Your boy McNabb is on the airwaves in Philly going, you're not ready yet. You got two more years. Why aren't you shitting on him? <laughs> when did so many Eagle fans start sounding like, oh, my God. <laughs> Xander, please. Rage. Rage. Please. Please. I Look at that. When did so many Eagle fans start sounding like cow? Oh, my God. I I actually think Cowboy fans are pathetic. (laughs) We're the best. No, you're not. You thought you were a year ago, too. Oh. You're, You're now Cowboy fans? Wouldn't want to be called that because that means this. You get bounced early in playoffs. Wow. Hey, Omar, Cowboys haven't won anything. Thank you, doctor. Really? It's been 28 years. Here are my top five NFL football teams. Big Sills, top five NFL teams. Number five. The Green Bay Packers with the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Number four, legend, the greatest football player potentially in the history of the National Football League. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Tom Brady. Number three, Big Sills, top five NFL football teams after week four. The Philadelphia Eagles are number three, led by the greatest Jalen Hurts. Number two, team I picked to play the Eagles. In the Super Bowl. 
the Buffalo Bills. And the number one team in the National Football League. And I think the most impressive win in the first four games of the year. The KC Chiefs. They go into Tampa and beat the hell out of the Buccaneers at Raymond James. Packers, five. Bucks, four. Eagles, three. Bills, two. Chiefs, number one. Chiefs who lost to the Colts. (laughs) And you beat the Vikings. Let's take a look at this for a second here, shall we? Let's take a look at the most impressive wins in the first four weeks of the season. Let's take a look at the Chiefs. Well, well, we already know they beat the Bucs. Buffalo Bills schedule. The Bills won 23-20 last Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. Bills beat the Ravens. Eagles. The greatness of Kirk Cousins. (laughs) And the Vikings. See the Bucks. Buccaneer. Oh, beat the Cowboys. Who you haven't beaten in. God, I can't remember. Packers. Packers beat the Bucks. So let's take a look at this. My top five teams and their most impressive wins so far. Bucks were beaten handily by the Chiefs. Bills beat the Ravens last week, 23-20. Eagles beat the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, who you think sucks. Right, T.T.? Don't you think Cousin sucks? Weren't you saying that? Buccaneers beat the Cowboys. Packers beat the Bucks. Well, Anthony, if the Bucks are overrated, aren't the Eagles? Aren't they overrated? Who have you beaten that you thought that was a significant win on your schedule where you're not saying that? I haven't used the word overrated because I don't think they are. But if you want to throw that out there and you want to bring that up and you want to call the Bucks overrated, so are you. Remember, apply the same common knowledge that you're using for your team and give the respect for some of the teams that you haven't beaten and beaten. I give you the respect to the three and one Vikings. Okay. I do. I think they're decent. I think they're good. I didn't playoff team. But if you're saying the Bucs are overrated, there's really nobody, what, one and three Detroit? A team in Washington who could be the top pick in the draft? And a Jacks team probably won six games this year. Where are you talking about not being overrated in that 4 0 record? Overrated. I hear everyone on our network and across the country talking about all the statistics where they're ranked. Yeah, 
where you really haven't beaten significant teams on good defenses or any pushback at all in any way. And you're doing what you're supposed to do. And again, I'm not using that word. Don't take it and land it there. I'm not using the word overrated. I don't think you are. But let's not go there. Well, the Packers are overrated. Well, so are you then. So are you. I don't think any of these five teams are overrated or underrated. But if you want to start doing that, I can too. I could break down the Minnesota Vikings numbers and the Jags numbers and Washington's pathetic numbers. Detroit. I could break. You should see some of the deficiencies that they have on third down. You want to go there? I can easily. I'm not, though. I'm not going there. I do not believe, and I'm going to say it again, that the Eagles are overrated. But don't say another team like the Buccaneers with Brady on it are overrated when you could make the same case that the Eagles haven't played anybody worth shit. And the only team that may make the playoffs will be the Vikings. Maybe. maybe. I like them. I th- and I, I have, we, Xander and I have liked them since the like last winter. Don't start saying overrated, because it's an easy conversation on Philly schedule. Thirty first worst schedule in the league. You want to start going down? I I don't because I don't want that. Because I don't believe that, and I don't really like saying shit I don't believe. Rogers is washed. So he beats Brady and Belichick in consecutive weeks, and you think that sucks. Dude, you got to learn to put your own knowledge and your own comments to apply to your own team. I mean, how, how, how do you look at Green Bay and the Buccaneers? So you must think the, the Giants are great, or what? Or they're overrated too. Well, if they're overrated, you are. Bill has a shit team, shit team he's done in New England. <laughs> I'll tell you what, every time you play a New England team, you better bring your A game to beat them. You can beat that team nowadays, but you better bring your A game or they will beat you. Brady just isn't human. Rodgers is number one talent, but one Super Bowl. Dan Marino was a spectacular talent, but no Super Bowls. Warren Moon. Come on, man. It's a dumb comment again. I think we will beat the Bucs, really, after they dismantled you six months ago? Really? Jalen Hurts, like I agree with Shannon. You think he outduels Brady? Okay. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. By the way, my college teams, five Michigan, four Ohio State, three Clemson, two Georgia, one Alabama. I put Bama above them. I still think Georgia, though, looks like they're going to be a formidable team, but they struggled last week against Missouri a little bit. Bama had a tough-ass game against Arkansas. I think Arkansas is a better team. That's why I put Bama number one, because they had a tougher opponent. Georgia played Missouri. Missouri, they're decent. They're not great. 
But I thought Bama had to play a pretty tough Arkansas team. That's why I put them up there. And they won in spite of their quarterback going out and Bryce Young having to go down and their running game took over. They have so many ways on how they can beat you on that Bama team. So Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Bama. Um, I like Clemson. I think Clemson's got a boatload of studs on that team. You're going to see a bunch of those guys go in the first round. Um, that's six months ago. <laughs> I know. Well, you think Jalen's better than Brady in six months? I don't think so. think so <laughs> Jalen Hurts will never be better than Tom Brady that is hey taxes dying and Hurts never be better than Brady those are givens <laughs> those, those are givens <laughs> he, he's better now yeah okay he's better now <laughs> and then N91 way to keep it going baby Way to keep it going. Okay. He, he, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't, actually. He he can be Trent Dilfer. <laughs> I, I don't mean. Jalen's not Trent Dilfer, even though Dilfer's got a Super Bowl, too. Yeah, Trent's got a Super Bowl. I'm sure he's better than Marino, right? Because he's got a Super Bowl, right? Like, you take Trent Dilfer over Dan Marino, right? And Warren Moon. Philip Rivers, some of you would because you're 4-0. Sill said that Cooper Rush will be better than Brady. I did? (laughs) I I don't remember that. Serious CTE would have to be kicking for me to say that. Hey, Sills, the I-95 is awesome. (laughs) Hey, I used to live right off at Dude Exit 7, okay? Right there in Stanford, Connecticut, baby. Brady's done. I thought he was done 15 years ago. Brady's done? Wow. (laughs) Brady's done. He's on pace for 5,000 yards. Okay? Take Robert Horry over. You'll take me. (laughs) Okay. We're going to, hey, we're going to take a time out here. I got the standings. And I'm going to go like this. I'm going to play your game with your 4-0 record. Watch this. Eagles versus the field. Eagles versus the field. And we're going to take a look at that. Got it right here. I want to play this game. Greatness of Hassan Reddick. I love it, man. Keep going, guys. Keep it going. Hit the like button. Hey, our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. They don't get paid unless you do. If you've been hurt or injured on the job, there's only one law firm for you to contact. That is Morgan & Morgan. For the people is not a slogan. It is who they are. And I promise you when I say this, there are over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida. We'll make sure that they do the job that you and your family need. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Call us free. Consultations free. Open 24-7. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Big Sill sent you.
I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When you're hit from behind in a car crash, the insurance company may try to say, you can't possibly be hurt. It was only a few miles an hour. It's simply not true. You see, here's the thing. Getting hit at 10 miles per hour is like falling off of this. 15 miles per hour, like this. And only 25 miles per hour, this. Injured, dial pound law. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Faces you know, the team you trust, the Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. National Football Show. You guys really don't. How much respect do you have for Donovan McNabb? By the way, I want to show you respect. 
How about Jimmy G versus Sean McVay is 7-0 and in his career. Jimmy Garoppolo has never lost a game to Sean McVay. And guy won a Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Fire Jimmy Garoppolo. He's never lost to Sean McVay. Some people are blind. 7 and 0. I don't know. That's quite a stat, man. Top guy in your division, top team in your division, the defending soup. You've never lost to them in your career. I don't know. McNabb's your guy. Says a lot. McNabb. McNabb. Dude, terrible leader. Terrible. Terrible. Was he good? Yeah. Donovan McNabb was a horrible teammate. You know, he had the, you know what? I would make this comparison to you about Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb has the same characteristics as a teammate as Carson Wentz does. Picks and chooses who he likes. Doesn't always get along with everybody on his team. Says dumb shit. I don't know. Sounds like the same guy to me. McNabb's more talented. Yeah. McNabb's more talented. Same personality, though. Shitty teammates. They pick and choose a few guys who they liked. And they exile the rest of the roster. I don't know. Can't get along with the other stars because... For whatever reason, I don't know if that's so much with Wentz, but with 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 McNabb, couldn't get along with Deshaun Jackson. Couldn't get along with T.O. Anybody who took the shine off his his reputation and his place as the starting quarterback with the Eagles, he hated. Facts. Donovan McNabb could not have won anything with this team. He'd have hated this team because he would have hated all the money that's being spent and all the fame that's being passed around to everybody. He couldn't take that. That's who that guy is. What, you don't know that? Or wait, are we not supposed to talk like that about him? (laughs) He was jealous. That's right, Yale. This is why this kid here that you have has taken the page out of Brady. Totally. He's taken the page out of the Brady handbook. Completely taking that out. Okay? All around auto service says, you don't know McNabb to say that. Oh, you don't have to know McNabb to say that. You could just listen to him talking on IP on how he thinks of this team, how he thinks of his teammates, or let's listen to his former teammates talk about him. And I'm not even talking about Terrell Owens. I'm talking about a guy like Deshaun Jackson, who I've never heard him say a shitty thing about anybody. And when he said that about McNabb, I was floored. At the Pro Bowl, McNabb's talking shit to me, about me, to other players that are at the Pro Bowl because I made and was the first guy to make special teams Pro Bowl and a position Pro. He was the first guy, quite an accomplishment. And deserving. Yeah, he didn't deserve it. Shut up. 
dude. <laughs> what a baby. McNabb threw up at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I could have said I, I'm not going. Um, probably had an upset. Probably had an upset tummy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Midal could have helped them there. <laughs> How would you feel if we go six and zero? That would be amazing. That would be amazing, man. That'd be a great. I mean, okay, that'd be amazing. Look at Brian here. Another black quarterback you talk shit about, Cilio. Some people, man, have such a low forehead that it shows. <laughs> you looked at it like that through the lens of color. I'm talking football here, ass. Okay? I'm talking football here. That's how you see life? I'd hate to be around you, guy. I don't see people like that. I don't ever talk about people like I have black friends. I have friends. I don't talk like that. Wow. What a absolute reach. Because you have such a low IQ. People who reach for that have low IQs. Man, I feel for you, dude. I feel for you, man. Brian. Might want to take the rest of the day off, kid. Okay? Seriously. <laughs> Man. Hey, hey, JM, thank you. You're right, dog. You're right. What about Hassan Reddick? Get off the bus, man. Way to go. I'm happy for you, man. You got off the bus. You earned your job against the Jags in Washington. Great job. Way to go. Now you get to chase Kyler Murray and you get the Cowboys the next two weeks. You want the Cilio stamp of approval? You show up in them two weeks, you get the merit badge. Let's see, who, who's won merit badges so far this year from Big Sills to say that these guys are... Here's the merit badge. TJ Edwards gets a merit badge. I'm sold on that guy. Um, Lane Johnson, bang, another merit badge. Jason Kelsey, merit badge. Who else? Dallas Goddard, merit badge. Kaiser White, merit badge. Darius Slay, Darius Slay, merit badge. Pretty much it. Oh, AJ. AJ gets one. For sure. Mismatch. Okay? Mismatch. Hassan Reddick is better than you. <laughs> well, that's not really that much of a climb, dog. AJ gets one for sure. Carson Wentz broke all of McNabb's records. Wow. That must have been a small mountain. <laughs> yeah. Miles doesn't get one yet, Doug. He's a, a mole. He's got to last a year. Not yet with Epps either, my friend. He's got to play the season, man. We got to see him. TJ gets one, man. Dude, that's, that, dog, that dude's a baller. Devontae, no merit badge. Not yet. Bradbury? Close. 
Sanders, I want to see him play the whole season. He played if Miles Sanders plays the whole season, then this guy's gonna be a big time free agent. He ain't coming back to Philly. <laughs> You'd have to pay him six, seven million dollars. You think he's gonna do that? No way. Are you kidding me? Do you know what the franchise tag on a guy who gains fifteen hundred yards is? It's thirteen million dollars. You think you think that guy's gonna go out come back for uh, two million? <laughs> he makes one four now. You think Miles Sanders is coming back for three million dollars if he gains fifteen hundred yards? <laughs> like I said, the franchise tag's eleven. Sanders coming back. Why? When an organization's not going to pay him, you know better than this. You're lying to yourselves. You totally know you're lying. Miles is averaging 89 yards a game. That comes out to 15-13, okay? He'll have 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, and he makes 1.4 now. How much money do you think Howie's going to give him? He ain't taking a discount. He's a running back. He's going to get the most money he can. That's on the open market. It's not in Philadelphia. Use your brains. Use your history. Use your own history. Well, Miles is our guy. (laughs) I know. I know. It's hard. Six million. So he's going to take $5 million haircut for that. Oh, six million. How he's going to pay Miles Sanders six million bucks. Howie Roseman is going to pay Miles Sanders six million bucks. Are you crazy? I had that list of free agents. I should have kept it. Dude, (laughs) a running back has to get his dough, dude, because most running backs today don't get to a second contract. And if they do, they're like Todd Gurley or the guy Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, since he signed that contract, has not been healthy. And that guy's the highest paid back at $18 million. And that includes the guy in Tennessee. And the guy in Tennessee and the guy in Minnesota are better. They're better than Miles Sanders. Those guys are all making $10 million. 1,500 yards. I'll take six. <laughs> okay. We're in Canada. Uh, uh, for the Toronto Argonauts, Miles Sanders signs a $6 million. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus, criminy. The problem is, Dan, they don't know the history because they were born. <laughs> hey, hey, Big D. Howie Roseman's not signing Miles Sanders for anything north of $5 million bucks and a 1,500-yard back? You think it's a $5 million salary? <laughs> Where? Seven million to five, it will be signing. Dude, it ain't happening. Kenny Gainwell, fine ball player. Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I love that. <laughs> hey Nick, I loved her helmet, that W on it, man. I loved. It. I played in Canada too, by the way. Okay, Sanders is not coming back. By the way, I want some time. We'll do. Do it at the top of the hour. Oh, my God. I got it here. Eagles versus the field. The Eagles versus the field. I'm going to let you even chime in. And if you disagree or agree, can't. oh, God, I love this. Versus the field. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, I dude, the Donovan McNabb stuff. I didn't realize McNabb had such an ass for Jalen until I heard him today on IP. I I had no idea. Yeah, you know, he's getting better. The team's getting better. This guy still thinks his 04 team's better. They may be. That's a good team, that 04 team. It was. It was a good football team. Um, the last NFC championship team that lost to the Bucks, that was a good football team, too. So he was on he was on some really good teams. Didn't quite push the penny across the table, though, could he? <laughs> hey. It just seemed to me every time I watched Donovan McNabb, he never took his jammies off. He was just always that guy. Man, you know, you know, you know, he was crying about something. This guy never took his jammies off. Oh. Dan, we all know how he's format. We know his system, and it doesn't include paying running backs unless it's a one-year deal for an aging. Yeah, he ain't aging. He's just been banged up. And by the way, I think they actually underutilized him too. His first year, didn't he have a boatload of catches? They still they don't even involve him in the passing game. They don't. They don't involve him at all in the passing game. The big question is, what major move is Mr. Ro Mr. Roseman? That's who Xander calls him now, Mr. Roseman. Make before the trading deadline. I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Maybe I don't need to make a move for the trading deadline. Okay? Maybe I don't. Maybe it's signing Beckham. Okay? In November. You know, you you could he's an unrestricted free agent right now. You could sign anybody could sign him. Why not get one more wide out? You don't need an old lineman. By the way, here's something I would think about. So at the end of the year, now, he may trade him in the offseason. What do you do with Minshew? He's a free agent at the end of the year. Do you trade him going up to the trading deadline? Get a third-round pick for him somewhere? You're not going to get rid of Andre Dillard, who was just activated and put on the roster, especially when you're starting to see some of the injuries pile up. Isaac Sayamalo and Milana. Now you have Dillard, and you could kind of rotate those things around. The chess master... Or our modern modern day Bobby Fisher is Jeff Stoutland. He'll know how to move those pieces around. So as long as you have him, the chess master, you're okay. I'm not getting rid of Dillard for anything. Dillard's making three million dollars too, dude. I'm resigning that guy. Now it depends on what he wants to do too, because in the open market he'll get eight million. Because there's a commodity for that. There's a commodity for backup quarterbacks today. We see how important they are in the league. Gardner Mitchell has massive value. Look at all the backup quarterbacks. Hey, look at the Cowboys. Look how important their backup quarterback is as Dak is healing. They're 3-1 and one because of the backup quarterback. That guy's value went up every freaking week. Look at the value of Garoppolo and what he did for the 49ers. They're now talking about the 49ers being one of the contenders in the NFC now. If you don't have a quality backup quarterback in your stable, you're in trouble. I don't think Green Bay does. Buccaneers don't. The Rams don't. The Eagles do. That's a look at yeah, great. Geno Smith, look what he's doing. Dude, how many people pinned Seattle as the worst team in the league? I did. 
And guess what? They beat Denver, and they look better than Denver. How can that be? A backup quarterback in Seattle. The Seahawks look better without Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll may be right. It's early. If it's 4-0 early with the Eagles, it's early 2-2 Seahawks too. Okay? Early. Geno Smith has the Seahawks looking better. I'll give my boy Xander credit. Xander was like this last year when everybody started talking potentially about the Eagles landing Russell Wilson. He went like this. Xander, you get a merit badge, bro. Because he went, Sills, really? You think he's still the same guy? I go, dude, he's hurt his hand. He's, you know, he's, he's Russell Wilson. He goes, man, he just didn't look like he – and since he's gotten healthy, he looks like the same guy prior to him getting hurt. Wilson always starts off slow. They were saying this last year about Russell Wilson. Let Russell uh, eat. I don't know. Uh-huh. Mitch was looking for 25 to 30 million. He ain't getting that, homie. <laughs> uh, if that's it. That's money that then you're saying that he's as good as Jalen and he ain't. I'm not paying. Hey, dude, I'll tell you what. I'll let him out of the building. I'm not paying anybody that to back up. Marcus, you said the same thing. I was I was wrong about that. All around auto. There's some of that. I'll give you that because of what happened in New York with the Jets. Absolutely. Okay. How will Arizona slow slow starts, slow hurts down? We're going to hit on that. I've got this coming up in the hour number three. I've got the 2022 Arizona Cardinals. Eagles versus the field. I want you around for this. I need your help. Hit the like button. Hour three. Keep it here on the National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. 
we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Three National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sills. We're gonna reset here. Also, you see all the goofball snowflakes now. Elon Musk is buying Twitter. God, man, do they love to control what you have to say? God, they love it. Can't keep Big Fat Trump off Twitter. Even the Taliban gets a Twitter page, but not him. Oh, Elon, man. This guy is a modern-day Von Braun guy who created... Oh, yeah, the Nazi who created the NASA space race. A guy who worked for Adolf... And that guy is a modern-day, okay, space Mongol. He is. He's a mogul. And he... I mean, this guy sending people to space, and that SpaceX is spectacular. Um... Now he's buying Twitter for $44 billion. You imagine having that kind of money that you could just go, here's $44 billion with B. <laughs> oh, my oh, man. Oh, my God, he's buying it. What, what about all the bots? Dude, I agree with you, Yale. He's a weird cat. <laughs> I'm with you, man. By the way, that dude, that dude follows me on Twitter. Is that not crazy? All right. 2022 Cardinals. Let me reset here. Some of the things they hit on. And Eagles versus the field. I need your help. Okay. Carl, I have to agree. Big Sills is one of the greatest master debaters of all time. Thank you very much. I wear that with a great sense of pride. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Hey, look at Sean. Dallas, two weeks away. Sean, you got the Cardinals this week. Come on now. Hang in there. You got the Cardinals this week. You might want to hang in there a little bit. Right? I want to address the Hassan Reddick thing again before we get into the other topics.
Kid got off the bus. Congratulations. Good for you, man. Way to go. You're finally starting to earn some of your dough. Love it. NFC Defensive Player of the Week against the Jags at home. Way to go, man. Chase down the Washington Commander quarterback, too. Killing it. Now, to get the big Sills Merit Badge. Oh, it's prominent and big. Thank you. Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 Eastern. Thank you. Um, Chase down Kyler Murray and the Cowboys, and you get the big Sills Merit Badge. Very few of these are handed out yearly. Oh, you've got to be special. Brady's got a few of them. Okay, right? Patrick Mahomes has a few of them. Lamar Jackson has a few. You know what? Quite frankly, Josh Allen hasn't won one yet. Patrick, um, uh, Justin Herbert hasn't won one yet. Jalen clearly hasn't won one yet. Uh, Tua clearly hasn't won one yet. Kyler Murray hasn't either. I don't get merit badges. What have you done? You've done nothing. You don't get merit badges for beating Kirk Cousins, Cootie Cousins. They are three and one, though. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Eagles have beaten two of the top six off the Lions, the Jags. Okay. So look at look, look at 85. Look at him throwing these meaningless four-game stats at you. The Lions with the third best offense in the e, or the Jags with the sixth best. At the end of the year, those guys will be in position for the 2023 April draft. <laughs> I mean, that's like telling me Kansas is going to win the national championship in college football. They're 5 and 0. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. No, right. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, Will, he is playing for my approval. Everyone hears big seals, including the people at the Novacare Center. We know this. We know this, don't we, a lot? I know people in the radio business, Philadelphia, listen to me daily. I get text messages from people that are executives in your market trying to distract me. Xander knows. Everyone knows. But you can't. I'll hook you up and help you. Hassan, congratulations. Stepped off the bus. Okay? Way to go, dude. Um, this Cardinal team will be a good test. You're better. You're better. I say you're better. Are the Eagles peaking too soon? Probably not, because you haven't really played your best ball game. I don't think you played four quarters of football yet. And I'm not going to reiterate it, but I'll just touch on it a bit. I think Jalen has taken a page out of Tom Brady's handbook. And he's worked his ass off to get where he is and where he's at right now in this 4-0 start. It's been a great start to the season for him and his teammates. Everything's running on all cylinders, and it's good. It's a good time right now. But it won't last. It never does in the league. Good starts. Look at the last two years. Cardinals were 7-0. The year before that, the Steelers were 11-0. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. And at the end, we started saying that those teams had fool's gold. That they ran out of gas. 
We shall see. It will last. <laughs> Jalen is the new Brady. Look at that. Hey, you mean Joe Brady, not Tom Brady. Or maybe the Brady Bunch, not Tom Brady. You're, you're, you're getting that wrong. Tom Brady? No, no, no. Brady, no. What's that kid's name? It's not Marsha Brady. Who's the other guy? Mike Brady, the dad or whatever. He's Mike Brady. He's not Tom Brady. <laughs> Eagles win by double digits. There you go. Look at this, man. You guys got it going. Seals, Dallas defense. A big enough to test to see if Jalen is real. Yeah. It's a great one, Sean. That's a good one. He he torches that defense. Then you got to start doing this. Hey, okay, now when we're now putting him in a different category. He beats that Dallas defense up. Say he does. Okay. Say, <coughs> say um Jalen beats that Dallas defense up. They've been doing pretty well. Let's see. First time since 73 that Cowboys have given up 19 or fewer points. They start doing a job on that Dallas defense. Then you're starting to talk about him, and he's moved up to a different tier. He'll start getting into that tier where you're starting to consider him. There's like three tiers of great quarterbacks. Right now he's in tier three. He gets up to tier two because, quite frankly, tier one is like Brady, Rodgers, those dudes. He ain't nowhere near those guys. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, you're not in that room. You know, you're, you're, you're in the green room. <laughs> Wayne Brady, that's it. <laughs> okay? He said uh, all around sports says, or all around auto says, the league is not that good. You mean the NFC is not that good. Okay? You mean the NFC. The AFC is. They haven't played an O-line like our I, – I don't – hey, Will, I don't think there is an O-line like yours. Maybe Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland, right? I think Buffalo's not bad. But uh, there ain't an O-line like yours, bro. Okay? Dallas has played four bad O-lines. Yeah. And so have the Eagles. Well, No. I'll take that back. The Lions line is good. And I don't really think the Jags line is all that bad. Okay? I don't. Washington's terrible. Minnesota's, I don't know, they're okay. Okay? And, and, and you know what? I'll take that back. Hang on. Dallas has played lesser old lines. Eagles have played better old lines. Okay? They, they have. Lions have a good old line. Minnesota's is not bad. Washington's is the worst. Jags are decent. So no, I don't, I don't, I think they've played better, better offensive lines. The Eagle defensive line. I think they have. So that's not fair. So I'll take that back. They have, they, it, it's, it's, the Cowboys have played some pretty bad old lines, including the Bucks. Bucks had three guys out when even the Bucks, when the Bucks beat the Cowboys. They had three guys out. Center's gone. Two guards, no tackle and a guard are gone. Okay. There's nobody, there's nobody on the Eagle level right now, all line-wise. And the depth. And the depth. Look at Seals being objective. I am always objective. 
Bengals are no, they're not that bad. Four and zero, the only undefeated team left. Hold the third overall pick in the two. That that is really good stuff. Okay, projected to be thirty nine million under the cap. Thirty nine million under the cap's not a lot, dude. Not when you got to draft guys, and you have all those draft picks. You want to be about sixty five million dollars. Last year, the Jags were sixty six million under the cap, and they're two and two now. That's what you want. Okay, so thirty nine million under the cap. It's kind of decent. And you wait a minute. Look at look, look at what eighty five says. Thirty nine under the cap, and you got all those guys you have to re sign. You're not signing Miles Sanders back, Isaac Sayamalo. T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White, James Bradbury. You're not you're not signing those guys back. Andre Dillard. You're not signing those guys back with thirty nine million dollars and thinking you're going into free agency and into the draft. That's not a lot of dough. You need to have that number up near sixty five million. So if you think you're bringing all those guys back with thirty nine million dollars under the salary cap, you're out of your tree. Okay, you're out of your mind. That's what I that's what I was trying to hit on yesterday with. You're projected to be $39 million under the salary cap, and you've got a boatload of dudes that you've got to re-sign. That team's got one year to rebuild on the things. Look at all the guys you're gonna you can lose half that defense. How about this? Say they win the Super Bowl. You think they're coming back with haircuts? Or you think they're gonna go in the open market again? You think James Bradbury? who wanted $13 million from the Giants and got 10 or 9, I think it was, from the Eagles. You think he's coming back for a million-dollar raise? Shit. Sanders, they let Sanders and Isaac Sayamalo go into the season along with T.J. Edwards without a deal. Now, that may get rectified sometime in the season here, but you let Edwards is under – he's not under contract. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. You let that guy, who's your total defensive leader, walk into a regular season without paying him a contract. Okay. That guy's going to be a big-time free agent, man. There'll be teams that are lining up for him. Shit, man. You you know what's going to be? The Eagles are going to have the best-used car sales lot in the offseason, you want to buy a great player at a young price, go to Philly. And get this. Like, look at even Gardner Minshew. He's an unrestricted free agent. So if you let this guy go before you trade him and you get more value in season than out of season, you're not going to get the value in the offseason that you need because there's just wait for him to get cut. That's what teams will do. They'll drive the market down by not offering anything on Minshew. And you'll get a fifth or sixth when you could have during the season probably got a third. How he will work his magic. Okay. Well, he's got a lot of magic to do with that wand of his. There's 13 guys that are free agents at the end of the year. <whistles> Seals, who you got? Rams or Cowboys? I got the Cowboys and Cooper Rouge. Cooper Rouge. All right. Let's go to. I can't. 
can't believe what a baby McNabb is. Wow, I have no respect for that guy. You should be rooting your team on, cheering for your team. You should be, man. That guy is such a baby, man. No wonder he lost all those NFC title games and Super Bowls. Man, what a baby. Shit. I, I, I couldn't believe I was hearing this. On the airways in Philly doing it. Well, they're two or three years away. Bro. Go back to your 20-year war with T.O. A great thing that no one cares about anymore. This guy still talks about a 20-year battle with Terrell Owens like we care. Dude. <laughs> it's like talking to me about my ex-girlfriend in high school. <laughs> I don't care, you know? Doesn't mean, you know what I mean? I don't care. Oh, good player, shitty teammate. Jesse, amen. Total, man. Legal goes, McNabb is just mad he didn't win at all. Yeah, but don't don't shit on Jalen and his team for it. You know? Come on, man. Vlad says, Sills, your thoughts on the Niners' defensive improvements. They beat the hell out of the Rams with four dudes not on that team. I liked it. Hey, I hate to do this, and I'm going to hate to say this. Trey Lance getting hurt. Best thing happened to 49ers. They're a better team now. Horrible thing. Terrible. Terrible. Nobody wants to see guys get hurt. Nobody. Nobody. That's not what... Hey, bad performance is one thing, but getting hurt sucks. Because you just don't want to see that. But... They're better off, man. He may be better three years from now. I don't know. But I don't see it either. I think he's a great athlete. It's like a decathlete playing quarterback. There's just not a lot of game tape on him, too. And you know those North Dakota State quarterbacks, boy. They pan out, don't they? (laughs) Do you think this team is good enough to win it all? I do. Um. Today, could you beat Mahomes and Allen or Brady? Mm, I just don't know. Your high school girlfriend says the show sucks. <laughs> she probably would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good one, man. I, 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 I think they're right. I think they're there. How's that? They're knocking at the door. They're knocking at the door. All right. I need your help. The 4-0. Philadelphia Eagles. Let's start it off in the NFC, the lesser division. Or conference and division. And let's start it off in the division. Eagles better than the Cowboys. Right off the bat. Eagles better than the Cowboys? Watch this. Incomplete. When's the last time, by the way, when's the last time you guys beat them when Dak was on the field? Can you help me? Was it 17? 2017? 
18, 19, 20, 21, 22, five years ago. Whew. You haven't beat the Cowboys in five years with Dak? 19, okay? Three years. Six games. Whew. Oh, and six. Man. Mm. Better than the Gigantes. Absolutely, I'll take the Eagles over the Gigantes. Washington, joke. So look at that. Only team in your division. We're going to find out in two weeks, too. So we get the Cowboys here. By the way, you can't say that you're better than them because you haven't beaten them three years. Yeah, you you haven't. So when you say that today, you, you say that, well, I hope they win. I hope they win. Let's go to the north. Well, you've already beaten the Vikings. That's off the list. Do you beat the Packers? Mm. I say the Packers. I say the Packers and beat the Eagles. So we got two teams, Cowboys and Packers. Bears kill that team. Lions already beat them. So we got Packers. And Cowboys. Okay. NFC South. <laughs> Bucks. And beating the Bucks. Falcons, absolutely. Panthers, of course. Saints, yeah. Beat them last year. 49ers. It's kind of a push. Dude, Garoppolo beat you a year ago, too. Let's see here. Push? Eh, 49ers. <laughs> they look awful good, man. They just beat up the world champs. Think you can beat the Rams? I do think you could beat the Rams. You think you're better than the Cardinals? I do think you're better than the Cardinals. Do, do I think you're better than the greatness of Geno Smith? I do. So the teams out of the NFC that I think could give you a tr- give you trouble and that I would probably take in a game would be Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, and 49ers. I think a lot of people would do that. There's four teams. Let's go over to the AFC, shall we? You're better than Miami. I do. I think the Eagles are better than Miami. The Bills. The Jets. Kill the Jets. Patriots. I think you'd kill the Patriots. So Bills out of the East. You may beat that team. AFC North, better than, ooh, wait a minute. Are they better, are the Eagles better than the Browns with Deshaun Watson? No. You're not. But, since he's not on the field now, you're better than the Browns. But you're not better than the Browns with Watson. You're not. Watson is superior of a quarterback than Jalen. So, you beat the Browns, but you beat it because it's Jacoby Brissett. 
Bengals, you're not beating Joe Burrow. Oh, wait a minute. That Eagle D-line versus that shitty O-line, they got better, well, no, they got deeper skilled guys. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, plus the back is Duel and Joe Mixon. And the quarterback's better. Um, Their defense isn't bad. That'd be a pretty good game. Um, I would say I'm going to take the Bengals just because they won the AFC last year. And Joe Burrows, you know, that's Joey B, man. I mean, shit. You see that outfit he wore last week, too? You see that thing? Belong on a table. Ravens. You think you beat Jamar? <laughs> You're not beating Lamar Jackson. That's not happening. You're beating the Steelers. So, in the AFC so far, Bengals, Bills, and Ravens. Not beating those teams. AFC South. Jags, beat them. Titans, you're going to play them, but I believe you're better. Colts, you'll beat that team. Texans, you, you beat the entire AFC South. AFC West. Chiefs. Chargers. Broncos, yes. Raiders, yes. So, Chargers. Chiefs. So here's the teams that you've got to think about playing. And the teams that, in my opinion, I think could beat you. Bills, Bengals, Ravens, Chargers, and Chiefs. Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, 49ers. There's your 4-0 record for you. <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> um, right? Hurts is one in ten one in ten against playoff teams. <laughs> really? <laughs> they could beat the Chargers? Well, they haven't yet. Okay, again, I'm in real realistic things here. Okay. Winning against watch this. And here's the deal, too. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Garoppolo, and Dak. These are all quarterbacks that are the guys that Traditionally, you have to go through if you're going to win a Super Bowl. Any one of those guys can beat you. Any one of them. And some of them already have. You could beat the Ravens, really. Your quarterback is not better than Lamar Jackson. I say 49ers and Tampa only problem in the NFC. You don't think the Packers and the 49ers will be problems then, right? <laughs> and by the way, beat the Cowboys first. Hey, you can't talk shit 
about any of those other teams until you beat the Cowboys. That's when you could start opening your mouths. You can't open your mouth until you beat the Cowboys. You got to win your own division first. <laughs> and they're winning the division with Cooper Cup. Or no, excuse me, Cooper Rush? So many Coopers now. Riley Cooper, what happened to that guy? Dak not beating the secondary without Amari Cooper. Hurts is one. <laughs> that guy keeps hammering that. Ravens D sucks. Uh, Jacob, you may have something there because that secondary against the Dolphins, dude, what the hell were they doing? Dude, Packers defense is a good defense. They just beat the Patriots in the box in consecutive weeks. Hello, Forrest. We could beat any one of them, period. <laughs> hey, really? You beat the Vikings. Easy, guy. Lay off the peyote. You beat the Vikings. Mike. Oh, this dude is here. Give Hurts and the Eagles some good dang respect. I do. Are you not? What? Ryan. They, dude. I'm talking about you as one of the teams that are in the conversation in the Super Bowl race. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm, it's not like I'm doing this. Well, who do you think is going to have the number one draft in April? The Eagles? The Jaguars? The Commanders? What conversation would you rather be in? This one? Or the one battling it out who's going to be the first guy at the poll in April's draft? I don't want to be in that conversation. What's funny is you may even be in that conversation and in this one, which is remarkable. Okay, which is remarkable. Hey, all around, how am I an Eagle hater when I picked you to win the NFC and get to the Super Bowl and play against the Bills? How? Explain that to me. Explain that to me. <laughs> Explain that. Defense sucks. Cousins is cousins. <laughs> Dude, they're three and one. They're good. Vikings are a good football team. Okay. And they, you know, they're a good football team. You can't, you can't dismiss that. They got talent on that team too. Okay. You can't, you can't dismiss the Minnesota Vikings and I'm not going to, I think they're going to play, make the playoffs. Seals, would you want on your team Murray or Prescott? I take, I would totally take Dak Prescott over Kyler Murray. You know why? I think Dak is a good professional and he acts professional. And I, I, would, I would like Dak on my – Kyler Murray, don't want nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with him. As a matter of fact, if I was a defensive guy, I'd love to hit him. You're undercover. Like, <laughs> I'm undercover. I'm like the so-called Russian spies. <laughs> Uh, right hey I'm the guy that made the steel dossier (laughs) Uh, uh, Dak is trash dude beat him beat him then beat him if he's trash beat him Eagles are better than Minnesota they are okay they are Hey, Tills, do you think Wentz is done? I mean, mentally fried. I believe the Redskins 
is his last chance, Chris. This guy put up really good numbers, and he's got numbers again. But, man, when you watch him play, he's everywhere. Plus, the team sucks. And Ron, Ron Rivera is going to lose his job because of that move. He's going to lose his job. And someone goes, well, you know, Tyler Heineke will probably be starting, you know, the, when he comes and they end up playing when he comes to the link. You're not sitting a $30 million a year guy. How are you going to explain that to your owner? I'm going to play a guy that's making $2 million a year over a guy that's making $38 million. And if you cut him, crushes your cap, and you own the dough. Dude, you got to play the guy. And pray at the end of the year you can send him out of the room like you did with Baker Mayfield and get something back in return. Because I just – you guys ended up being right, man. That guy – the guy's a bum. He's just – he's all over the place, man. Okay? They're not putting Zeke out there. If they were going to play Zeke, they would play him this week against the Rams. You're not putting him in that game against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, no. By the way, I think Cooper Rush gets exposed against Philly in week six. I'll kind of bury it. JM Sills, what's with the NFL PA failing their players? JM, what? Because they're in bed with the owners. We have the worst union in the world. Demora Smith is a bum. Gene Upshaw was tremendous. Do you know there was a 51-50, no, excuse me, 51-49 split in television revenue to the players, to the owners? You know what Jerry Jones did? Jerry Jones went like this. That deal. When Gene died, he went like this. Now it's reversed. Anytime they want, they move the chains and they find scapegoats. Failing their players. NFL PA is a joke. You'd have guaranteed contracts for all these men who sacrifice their bodies and such. Come on, man. It's a joke. You were Josh Allen groupie, and so is half the league. Everyone's looking for Josh Allen's in the upcoming NFL draft. I want, I'd take Jalen over Josh. You take Jalen over Josh Allen. Mm-mm-mm. Can you explain how the Browns are better than the Eagles with Watson? Because he's a better quarterback. Easy. Can you imagine this? Think about this, Philly. This guy may have assaulted 24 women, maybe 66, according to the New York Times. And the Browns gave him a raise. <laughs> wait, wait, it gets better. They guaranteed it. And, you know, I know. Guy may be a bad guy. <laughs> he can wing that thing, man. He's 24, too. Give it to him. Jimmy Haslam goes. $230 million guaranteed. <laughs> Woo! Man, that's, hey, you got to be awful good, man, when you can overcome. Like, 
Deshaun Watson couldn't get a job anywhere in America. He couldn't get a job at 7-Eleven. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't get a job at McDonald's. Well, hey, what's this on your record here? You were like uh, accused of 66 um, potential like sexual assaults. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Your, your, your resume's void. Not in the NFL, though. You get raises. <laughs> mm. uh, you want to say Watson is better than Hurts? Every night, all night, every week, every month. Ten times better than Jalen. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson that what that I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey Xander. Uh-uh. That's me and you'll keep that between us. <laughs> oh man. That's that's right here. We're gonna get um, you have some flamboyant takes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> flamboyant. I have flamboyant takes. <sighs> hey, Xander. Now you're seeing why, right? <laughs> oh, man. Now you're seeing why. You know, this guy, he really rips everybody. And he's like, you know, he's always everywhere on me. And, you know. Why? Here. I'm going to give you guys a nice pat on the head. <laughs> I'll give you a nice pat on the head. Don't ever hit an Italian behind the neck, too. That's an insult. Okay? That's an insult. You're 4-0. Awesome. Quarterback's playing well. Awesome. AJ looks great. Awesome. Defense looks good. Awesome. Your 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 boy um H Reddick. What's his first name? What 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 what's the guy's first name that was just named the defensive player of the week? The guy's on his third team now. What's his name? Is it is it Hank Reddick? Hank Reddick. Great two weeks. Um Goddard looks great. Flamboyant, dude. Joseph, stop it. <laughs> Hassan. <laughs> yeah, that's what we should. Hassan, that's it. Thank you. Hassan Goat Reddick. Harold. <laughs> oh, flamboyant. I, I never heard the word. Greasy. You know what? I think because Vinny got better coaching later in his career. You know, he did play 25 years, and he does have 49,000 passing yards. You know, I mean, Testaverde's in the top. You want to know something? Testaverde is in the top 10 for passing yards in NFL history. Isn't that crazy? He never would have thought it. Right? Kyler Murray, Fran Tarkington 2.0. Yeah, Fran won, though. You know? Why can't you say Reddick? Chose to come to Philly. Carolina wanted to sign him. Yeah, okay. His college coach, but his third team in three years. Good night. Hambone Reddick. 
Seals, you Italian? No, I'm Irish. <laughs> Dude, I got the map of Sicily on my face. <laughs> I Italian. No, I'm Irish. <laughs> oh. Fran was great except multiple Super Bowl. Yeah, I think three losses, and I think Joe Cap went, lost the other one. Oh. Hey, 85. Are you Italian? Eric Kramer over Greenhead. Very nice. Testaverde in Italian is Greenhead. Very nice. I'm out. Can't stand this clown. Nothing but full of himself. <laughs> full of it. You know, I don't know about myself. Oh, please don't leave, Mike. <laughs> please, Mike, don't go. Oh, uh, bro, y'all different than the West Coast people. People body slicking their hair. Hey, hey, Vlad, I am not a West Coast guy. Born and raised on the East Coast. Not happening. Okay, not happening. If you go into a store and you say boo to somebody, did you see what that guy said? He's what? Oh my god! <laughs> it's all right, you know. It's not working for me. Reddick only has three and a half. Wait. Reddick only has three and a half. Parsons has four. He's a half behind. You're comparing Hassan Reddick. Or better yet, you're comparing H. Reddick to um, Michael Parsons. Why did Dorsey suck in the NFL? Because he wasn't good enough. But he's going to be a head coach in the NFL. By the way, maybe I'm a little, maybe that's why I'm a little bit more tied into the Bills. The the offensive coordinator is one of my close friends, Ken Dorsey. And Ken and I talk about Josh Allen. He's like, so is this guy, man. I've never seen anything like it. Jim Kelly comes to practice all the so I got Kelly and Dorsey, and they're they're trying to get Josh Allen on the show. So we're trying to get Josh Allen. We're working on it. Kelly and Dorsey are trying to get him on for me. Would you like that? Oh, no. You know, no, 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 Xander and everybody, no, no, we're Jalen Hurts guys. Uh, we don't want anything to do with Josh Allen on the show. Why would we want Josh Allen? I had the owner of the Cowboys. Uh, that guy's face off the t- <laughs> uh, Why did Lawrence Taylor, what did Lawrence Taylor say about Michael Parsons? He, he went like this. Well, I think my name is safe when they say the last name of the best defensive players in the history of the game. Uh, did he play? <laughs> um, who was better, Flutie or Kelly? Dude, one's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The other one is in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. You pick it. Oh, <laughs> Let me take a quick time out. Please hit the like button. <laughs> Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. 
Jafty Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner. National Football Show, please hit the like button. So what idiot in his right mind would not sell that Aaron Judge baseball for $2.5 million? Are you ridiculously stupid? You, I mean, the only people that would give that ball back are two people, idiots and billionaires. Okay, the rest, $2.5 million? I would take the ball and go to the highest bidder I possibly can. Well, it belongs to the baseball. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. So you, you charge these enormous prices at ballparks nowadays. It's not like it used to be when you could walk into a ballpark and, you know, it's the best price in town. An auction house offered him $2 million. Dude, good night. Here. I'd burn the, I'd burn the boats. Get the island, work again. This is probably the only thing I would do because you know why? I get to do it from my private island. The rest of you could kiss my ass. I would do it from my private island and maybe in my jacuzzi. <sighs> what are you, crazy? Well, you know the game deserves Aaron Judge. Dude, Aaron Judge, he's going to have a Brinks truck backed up to him. Because he's a free agent at the end of the year. 
okay? Call every auction house in the country and get five. Xander's right. Highest bidder gets it. Well, that's not the integrity of <laughs> Kiss my ass. Gas price is six bucks. Food is over the top. Rent. Dude, hello. I mean, who talks like that but snowflakes? Give the game and the ball. Cheer baseball. And I get season tickets. Season tickets. <laughs> season tickets. I'll take I'll take two season tickets. And a bunch of signed baseball bats by Aaron Judge in a jersey. Here's the ball. Hey, how about this? Give me the $2 million and I'll get signed jerseys from Aaron Judge and signed baseballs. And I'll get what I want and get what I want. Or better yet, give me the $2 million and I'll buy season tickets. Give me season tickets and a jersey. Hey, crazy. Uh, hey, Joseph, right? I'd sell a family member for that, right? Did you see what did you see what uh, Barkley said? Barkley goes like this. He goes, "I'd sell my mother <laughs> for some of the money that they're giving him live golfers." Hey, hey, don't you love it, man? People do this, man. See this baseball, Aaron Judge, and look, it's even got the code on it. See the code? It's got the code on it. This is legit. Aaron, 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 Aaron Judge, look at that. It's got the code on it. Baseball special code. Here. Here, Aaron. <laughs> I would smack the guy. If that guy was a family member, I'd beat him up. I would kick his head in. I hear all these. Like I, like I heard Colin Coward going, I'd probably give the ball back. Well, yeah, you make $7 million a year. People with money talk like that. Not everyday Americans like you and me. Okay? Bitching and moaning, looking at carrying the dots on the rent and the, and the electricity and all that. You're, dude, people with money talk like that. Oh, I would give the ball back and, you know, belongs to the game. Maybe if I was younger. <laughs> You're like, what an elitist. Bone crusher would pile drive him. Suplex, top rope, dog. Suplex, top rope. I heard, I heard, um, I'm, I'm more with Rob. Okay. Rob, Rob was like, that nah, thing's getting so. I'm, I'm with Rob because I heard the sports take guys talking about it. I, I know what Barrett would do. Barrett might accidentally grill it, though. <laughs> he might accidentally grill it. But for me, man, I mean, I, I I was listening to some guy talking and he's like, you know, I'd really, maybe I would split it and I'd go to him and say, here's a million, you know, I'll take a million. And they're like, <laughs> I'm doing what Xander says. Hey, better, 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 better. We got to get a better ball in, a ball in, a ball in, a ball in, a ball It's at $1.5 million, $1.5 million. What do you got over there? $2 million, $2 million, $2 million. Sotheby's, what do you got over there? Eh, we got $3.5 million, $3.5 million. And we're going over here, Mitchell and Mitchell. Very good. Six and a half million dollars. Sold. Sold. <laughs> Sold. All around auto would present the ball. 
Here, Aaron. This is yours. Here, all around, wants you to have the ball. Don't listen to Cilio. He's a clown. This is your baseball. It's for you. Way to be, Al, all around. Way to be, baby. I'd have to run. <laughs> hey. Oh, man, I would have sold that ball before. <laughs> hey, Ray goes, hey, man. I, I, would, I would have said, I would have sold that day before the night. For the light of the next day. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Ray, I'm with you. I wouldn't have went to bed until it was sold. All around, here's your ball. For the love of the game. Look, it's got your little coat on it, too. All around. I'm going to throw a slider on you. <laughs> All around, once I give it to Aaron. Official. Major League Baseball. Because that's who I am. So, Leo, you could be that guy. That ass bag that we've all come to love. <laughs> Man, hey, me, can you imagine Xander and I and that ball's coming board for both of us? Holy cow, it'd be a Donnie Brook. Xander would probably get it because he'd outlast me because I don't have any gas in the tank any longer. He would have got to it. Silio should sell those glasses. <laughs> Believe me, my aunt gives me shit about the glasses. Oh, God. One more time. Congratulations to H. Reddick. Yes, sir, baby. Defensive player of the week. I'd give 25 bucks for those glasses. No way, man. Not worth it. A little higher. <laughs> A little higher. This Cardinal team, real quick here before we go. This Cardinal team, Kyler Murray, 65.3 completion percentage, 991 in passing yards so far. He's averaged 250 yards. Okay. He's averaged 250 yards. Sign and send, 1,000 bucks, take it or leave it. <laughs> no, no, I need him. <laughs> I can't see without him. <laughs> <laughs> I no no stop 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 stop. Hey, maybe we should do that one day, Xander, for the Jerome Brown hats, and raise money for a local charity in Philly. Would you guys do that? I'm not talking crazy stuff. I've got four of those hats. Maybe we should like auction them off, and um, as we get closer to the holidays, what do you think? We'll do it as we get closer to the Christmas time. I don't mind. Hang on. We'll auction off. I've got like five or six of them. Okay. I've got like five or six of them. I got about, I got a couple like different styles too. They haven't been worn. So I've got a, so we'll do that. I'll tell you what, I'll make a commitment. We'll do that around the holidays, Christmas time. And we'll donate a hundred percent of that money to the um, a local charity that we'll, we'll figure it out. Joseph, relax. We'll do that. Dude, 80 bucks Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, hey, sounds like one of my, uh, my Canadian contracts I got back there. 
JM goes, don't forget. Really? I got a feeling somebody will remind me. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys are fantastic. Hey, listen. Everything we do here is in fun. Just want you to know that. Hey, and all kidding aside, fabulous start. Your football team looks great. Jalen looks great. The whole thing looks spectacular. Be a good test this week. Okay, you're better than them. Dallas is the test. You know this. Dallas is the test. Appreciate Merrill coming on as he always does each and every single. Isn't that great? Merrill Reese comes on every week for me now. Man, I can't thank him enough. What a legend for doing that for us. Xander, great stuff. All of you, thank you. Please hit the like button. Till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.